0: That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
1: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
2: Hello and welcome to Friends with Friends. This week coming to you from the Friends with Friends petrol tanker. Unfortunately, it's stationary as the driver we employed... Did as some people told him and went back where he came from. I'm Pete Allison and here's Dave Cribb.
1: <laughs> Oi hoi. Thank goodness we're finally attacking the news, eh? Yeah, it's satirical content on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, you got any more on the petrol crisis before we... Uh,
2: no, no. Given my line of work, that's that's about
1: all I can yeah. say. I <laughs> oh yeah, good, <laughs> Uh Well, we will endeavour to keep the fuel of entertainment burning in the tanker of podcasts the yeah podcasts. all right that's yep. fine see oh god so slick um are you oil well slick yeah, oil so slick good <laughs> yeah. very good oh well done uh, it was worth now it now i'm just saying things <laughs>
2: um yeah i'm fine thanks see. You.
1: uh yes i'm fine actually yeah uh, surprisingly chirpy for a monday uh yeah well me too yeah yeah we've i think we're in chirp chir- chirpsy moods yeah. how did you enjoy watching this week's episode of fry ends
2: Um, I mean, initially I was a bit concerned because it features both Emily and Joshua. Right. um, The sort of axis of evil of friends, but um, (laughs) it it, it was fine. I had a nice time. A
1: lot to dig into there, but also Charlton Heston. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Actually, Charlton Heston and Joshua were both in the animated Disney film Hercules. That's a good fun (laughs) fact, isn't it? So this is their big reunion. I don't think I could tell you any films that Charlton Heston's been in. Planet of the Apes.
2: Well, the originals.
1: Yeah. Was he a monkey? Uh, no, I think he was the the man. You know, in, in the. Uh, do you know what? I haven't actually seen any of the Planet of the Apes films. The modern ones are good, are they? Yeah. Never, never seen any of them.
2: I went to see the Tim Burton one, but my dad had an argument with a cinema employee, and that kind of tarnished it a little bit. Oh,
1: really? What was the argument about?
2: I can't remember. It was a long time ago.
1: Uh, let's just crack on with the old uh, Friends of the Television series, as we discovered it's now officially called.
2: Um, who requested, it, Dave? Uh,
1: it's Mari, Peter. Hello, Mari. Hello. Good morning to you. It doesn't quite work, does it, no? Uh, would you like the request read out to you by my voice? Very much so. Into your ears? Um, hello, my name's Mari, and I've recently discovered f- woof, and I love it. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I, I mean, th- she says recently... Yeah. Oh well, just, yes, is how's just, the request backup system going? Uh, when was this requested, Pete? Uh, not not too bad. April. Late April. Sort of uh, mid early last year was a, a shortage of requests, wasn't there? Yeah. And everyone <laughs> panic bought uh, requests of friends with yeah, friends. Yeah, and they and did. now we're really seeing that come to light.
2: No, do you know what the panic the panic was at the start of May when we made the mistake of
1: asking for requests. <laughs> and oh my goodness, the forecourt was chaos. And we can't now say we've got enough, guys, no need to panic request, because we know what that leads to. Yeah, just more more fucking requests. More requests. Context,
2: by the way, in case this news story hasn't reached other parts of the world, and we know that we have a lot of listeners around the world, uh, the UK shit itself again, and um, (laughs) no one no no it's not that no one can get any petrol there's no fuel shortage it's just that everyone's buying the existing supplies of fuel when they don't necessarily require it yes yes so yes. it's with yeah it, it
1: it's shit itself anyway we've, carry we've, on we've, we've absolutely completely bollocked it up haven't we but that's fine. yeah uh risen has covered fourth and i love it that's very ca- i think I'm a, i think i'm a very rare listener hang on which just full stop <laughs> I think I'm a rare listener. Yeah, exactly. Hello to all three of you. I think I'm a rare listener who remembers when Friends first aired on Channel 4 in 1994 and I was oh, okay. 17. Um, I wonder if you could talk about the one with Joey's Dirty Day. There are some bits that make me belly laugh, especially Ross. The look on his face when Rachel asks him to go to the opera with Emily. Yeah, that is good, actually. That's what makes this, for me, a classic uh, thank you so much for the show. Get me through working at home. Wish I discovered you sooner. Oh, well, you're you dis- here now. Yeah, you're here now. Oh, and if you discovered us sooner, you just have to wait longer for the request, to be fair. So I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's it's all in good time. But thank you so much. Uh, shall I do a little synopsis, Peter? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Friends, season four, episode 14, production code 466614. Uh, no, I quite like that one. Another triple six. Yeah, a bit devilly, isn't it? Yeah. Don't want to get too excited, Pete, but guess who directed it? Uh Lembek. No bonus, bonus, Bo- bonus. Oh, bonus. Peter Boners directed this one. Um I feel like maybe we haven't talked about Peter Bonus for quite a long time, but he was very Have we lost our... No, I'm not going there. Oh no Peter, come on. Um don't need any of this lewd talk from you on a no, Monday afternoon, slash Tuesday, slash Wednesday, whenever you're listening. Oh it's, a, oh, it's a long one. So whoever's written this Wikipedia synopsis has gone a bit mad. I, no, I reckon you can boil it down. Okay, I'll read every other word, okay? Chandler depressed his breakup, Kathy Leading girls intervening, help latter. One of plans, Chandler strip. However, plan backfires, girls sideline. With no other, oh my god, it's so long! <laughs> I can't do that; it's too confusing. Uh, Chandler's depressed. They take him to a strip club. They backfires. With no other options, Rachel asks for Ross's help after she accidentally becomes double booked with Joshua and her boss. Um, honestly, this is so long, and I've that. That's it. That's that. And then, meanwhile, Joey arrives home with an Joy unpleasant sticks. odor. Yeah, Joey <laughs> smells after fishing. <laughs> oversleeps. Doesn't chat. Um, yeah, the fine. end. Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was very much a stream of consciousness. C-H. Yeah, it was, yeah. Honestly, I missed the word chagrin out because it was a... Uh, well, how did that fit? In? Much to Ross's chagrin. He, arranged, he Ch- agrees to meet. Chagrin? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that word before. How's and it spelled? Chagrin.
2: What C-H-A-G?
1: Yeah. So there you go. There's your synopsis. Uh, happy days. Where do you want to start? Well... So, Should we start with the main title plot? Because very little happens, doesn't it? It's just Joey's smell is is actually a very small part of this episode.
2: By the way, since when's Joey been so into fishing that he owns his own equipment? Oh, I know, right? I know. Like, who owns a fishing rod
1: unless you're a regular fisherman or fisher woman? Yes, fisher, fisher, fisher person. Fisher. Um. Also he knows a lot about fishing, doesn't he? Which hasn't really come up much before. Are those words he says mate? Right, exactly my question. Googly worm and glow pop jiggly jammy. I'm gonna I've briefly Googled it earlier. There's a lot of references to it on the internet, but I can't tell whether they're just all from friends, you know? Surely it's not real, right? Well it sounds like bollocks. No
2: actual serious fisher person is going to go into a tackle shop, as I believe they're called and ask for one of the I, that, that's just doesn't happen
1: surely not i bet i bet i was going to say i wonder if this podcast has any keen fishers listening to it
2: have you ever been i bet you've
1: been fishing would you would you like to how much would you like to bet uh a whole pound a pound you owe me a pound i have never been have fishing have you not never no no i do not see the appeal of it for two reasons. One, I definitely wouldn't be like the sort of fisher person that c- catches a fish and eats it because I'd find that too too traumatizing, you know. No, you just let an industry do that on a mass scale and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as long as I can't see it, Pete, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> the I'm the most noble of all. <laughs> yeah. meat eaters. Um, now, to be fair, actually, on that subject, yesterday went for a Sunday roast, ordered the bloody vegan option, didn't I? Did you? At the pub, yeah. I've been I've been heavily cutting back on my meat consumption. Don't wanna brag or feel like I'm some sort of better, superior person here,
2: because everyone knows that's not true. I did have a hot dog when I was drunk the night before, but never mind. tell hey, like, hot dog. Where hot did you, you get a hot dog when you were drunk? Do you remember the student club in Nottingham
1: where that used to serve hot dogs in in the in, club? Yes, in the club. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love a hot dog, and I'll take the very short version of the story. Is I was at I was at an event at the O2, and they sold hot, sold, sold. You know, you know, words they sell hot dogs. Right. And I was so annoyed that a hot dog cost £9.50. £9.50? £9.50 £9. 50, that I didn't buy one. But then I got so hungry that I went at the end to buy one and they just closed the stuff and I was really annoyed. Anyway, it was, I was just really annoyed. So to sum up, what I did was went to Sainsbury's on my way home and bought some frankfurters and made my own hot dog for about £2. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, it's not a great story, but it's quite is um, a true quite word. a suspicious
2: meat hot dog
1: meat, isn't it? Why well, it's just the, the rest of the meat, isn't it? Generic you know? meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're concluding that gliggly worms and glow pop jiggly jammers aren't real. Yeah, I think that's. But true. if you do fish and you're a listener to this podcast, I imagine a fairly small <laughs> Venn diagram crossover. But you never like to rule these things out. Can we have a
2: moment of how Joey smells because he fell in a tub of worms? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The big tub of like. A a human-sized tub of worms? That must be like a vat of worms. Yeah, like one of those big barrels, you know? Yeah. That's horrible, isn't it? Um, I cannot think of anything worse than falling into a big tub of worms.
2: If you'd fallen in a tub of worms, you'd shower the moment you got home, you wouldn't go to bed. Because he's like, oh, I've got an early start, so I've got to go to bed. Well, no, no, you smell like worms, mate. Have
1: a shower. If it's those worms that you fish with, they're tiny little worms, like... They'd definitely still be, you know, like I'm a celebrity and you see them do the, the, the challenges with like the tiny, tiny bugs and then yeah. they get them out and they sort of hose them down a bit. But you can still tell there's little bugs somewhere yeah. under their clothes. Or, you know, there's, they've not got rid of them all. Yeah. That'd be the same with the worms, wouldn't he it? He was like, drenched in worms. Yes, you wouldn't want to get worms in your bed. Oh, Joey, you're better than that. They've made Joey up to look very smelly, haven't
2: they? Yeah, he does. He's got sort of... Um, sweaty
1: hair hasn't it yeah it is you can sort of almost see the smell you know as a viewer um but i don't think i've ever met anyone that smelled that much that it would be so overpowering that i'd have to get up out of a chair i don't know have you come across a a human that smells that bad
2: would you like to me to name the smelliest people name your smelliest human with pete allison (laughs) yeah um smelliest friends with friends I don't, I don't actually, thankfully, I don't know anyone who smells. It's quite hard to smell because like most people's general daily routines involve washing. Yes. I would hope. Yeah. And only in rare circumstances, like when you've fallen in a vat of worms and been fishing for three days.
1: Mm-hmm would you smell? Well, even when you do smell, and like sometimes I won't have a shower on a given day for for whatever reason, but the next day I'll have a shower anyway. But even at my smelliest, you've still got to be fairly close to someone to really get the whiff. Do you know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's,
1: it's, it's a proximity thing. It's a weird title actually when you think about it, isn't it? Joey's Dirty Day. Yeah, it sounds like it could be sex related. Well, I, I, I think I have a sort of memory of you know, I've watched Friends All once when it was on telly and then looking back at the episode titles when I got the videos or whatever, I'm going, what is the one with Joey's Dirty Day? Because that does sound like a porn thing, doesn't it, basically?
2: You could just go for
1: the one where Joey smells. Well, yeah, the one where Joey stinks. Mm. Very odd, isn't it? And it's it's like, it's not a dirty day, is it? He's been fishing for three days. It's a dirty weekend, if anything. Yeah. But I guess that's an even worse title. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that definitely sounds sex-related. <laughs> uh, he sleeps in... Uh, presumably in a bed of worms uh, goes to set and then discovers that now what I would, what I would suggest is that a budget of a film that allows you to hire Charlton Heston certainly would be able to afford more than one shower on the entire studio. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only one with a shower, so it's just Charlton Heston and loads of extras, basically. But like, I, I just don't think—I don't think there's ever been a facility that only had one shower in the entire thing, you know? Either there's no showers or there's loads of showers. We um, at the most recent Friends of Friends
2: live show had a uh, a shower in our the room that we were given.
1: We did. That? We had a shower in our dressing room. We were as important to that day as Charlton Heston was to this movie.
2: Yeah. And we stunk the whole place.
1: <laughs> stunk it to high heaven. Um, Joey goes for a shower, doesn't he? Charlton Heston busts him in the shower. It's a strange little cameo, isn't it? This this one, like it's a it's a sort of rare friend's cameo where it's literally just about four lines, and then away they go.
2: Put some pants on, kid, so I can kick your butt.
1: Yeah. Did you notice when he pulls the shower curtain back? It's a really weird moment where Charlton Heston, like. Looks Joey up and down, but not, like, briefly. He sort of really looks down. That's because he's got silly putty on his penis. Yeah, lingers on the old crotchal area. A bit too much, I would suggest. I mean, he's definitely wearing pants, is what he's wearing, because when Joey puts a towel on, you can see his, pant- his uh, underwear underneath. So maybe that's what Charlton Heston was doing. Maybe he's uh, such a methodist. Like, why are you, you wearing like, pants in the shower? You're yeah, wearing underwear, you absolute madman. Um, or sw- I imagine they're probably swimming shorts of some sort. But, um, yeah, but Charlton Heston reprimands him and says... you're off basically the end Chandler or
2: Rachel Uh, I mean uh, do you know what I've got very few notes on Chandler yeah again and
1: the the majority of the episode is very Rachel Joshua Emily Ross
2: isn't it and my first note on Chandler is can't be asked with Mopey Chandler yeah I've put Jesus
1: man stop being such a downer
2: (laughs) because right uh, this is this is this is Quite a hard sort of distinction to articulate, right? but that's but but very much what I'm here for, so I'll try yes, it. please do. Um, the way that Chandler reacts to this breakup isn't... He's not, like, upset. He's just, like, angry and sort of pitying himself, but not, like, sad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no point at which he sort of goes...
1: God, I just miss her so much. Yeah, it's not like that. It's
2: just, oh, everything's shit.
1: It's like an angry kind of breakup. Yeah, it's like, why do I have to be single for fuck's sake, basically? And then she cheated on him, and there's like a lingering anger there because of that. But it doesn't seem like he misses Kathy that much. Yeah, it's just he's sort of angry that it happened. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Uh, the whole first half of this ep is basically just him being a little winester, basically, isn't it? And then yeah. he hits phase two and he wants to go to a strip club, but the guys are busy. Joey's being smelly and Ross is off <laughs> with Emily, um, which we'll come on to after after the break. Um, so he takes the girls to a strip club. Funny premise, but then they all, uh, <laughs> they all sort of treat it more like a sort of arts, arts and crafts afternoon, don't they?
2: I find the idea of a lap dance completely mortifying. Really? Like, reg- regardless of gender, um, I, I yeah. just... I, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd ever want one. Yeah, i had one. No. No. Have
1: you? Yeah, I've had a couple. I- <laughs> <laughs> From a man or a woman? From a woman. Right. Both times has been like... Uh, on a thing where someone's gone, oh, we'll buy you one. And you're like, oh, it, it is like. I don't think anyone's. Well, maybe, maybe it's not true. Maybe there are certain people that go. Oh, I can't wait to a lap dance tonight. But I think the majority of people that have a one-off one are people that go in and then someone goes, go on yeah, Oh, we'll we'll sort it. There you go. You you gotta sort of have it now. And that's what happened to me both times. I eh? are, you, are you still in touch with the strippers? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. Although, actually. The last time I did go to a strip club, I think I've only ever been to two strip clubs. One in Wales and one in New Orleans. Never England. (laughs) Keep it away from home. But uh, when I was in one in Cardiff, because my mates worked there, one of the shippers... was No, no, no. It was like the bar manager or something. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, we get free drinks in here. Everyone's like, oh, God. But one of the dancers was off of Love Island about season two or something oh really I've no idea who she was but she was very much the celebrity of that gentleman's club
2: just to be completely clear yeah. this is not me being snidey about uh, people who are you know like strippers and dancers for it. No, no no like, no Absolutely, crack on. I just mean that I personally, given my insecurity and embarrassment, would feel very uncomfortable receiving such a dance.
1: No, no, hundred no, percent. I I, t- I totally know what you mean, and and the awkwardness surrounding it, either side of the actual dance, yeah, is weird. Like it's like in Friends. They so in this episode, Monica I think pays for a lap dance, and the girl just comes and starts dancing on Chandler. Yeah, do you mean like there's no like conversation or anything? But that's not really how it happens. They sort of like take you to a seat, and it's sort of like, "How are you doing? How are you?" Very doing?
2: transactional. Yeah,
1: it's very tra- they That sort of like, oh, "Here's how much it is," and all that sort of stuff. And you're like, "This is so weird."
2: How much? How much is a is a lap dance? Twenty
1: quidish, something like that. Twenty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I don't know, give or take. I was trying I, to think in my head what's the sort of acceptable rate for a for a lap dance.
1: I think about twenty quid.
2: How long does it last? Three minutes. It's
1: like short, you know. Right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think three minutes
2: is quite long to be receiving I'm just a thinking.
1: Laptop. I'm just thinking in terms of like an hourly rate. Yeah. You know, like if you if you if you're working consistently over the hour, you can really bring in the you know it's catch and hand as think, well, isn't
2: it? I just think for a whole. Um, do you reckon they have car machines now?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, they absolutely do. They absolutely We're do. cashless now. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Final thing I have about Chandler's um, involvement in this episode yes.
1: is the very odd dream bit at the end. Oh, so bizarre, isn't it? So the man from the strip club, the, the big bald man that's smoking there near Phoebe and has actually one of the best lines of the episode is when Phoebe sort of says, can, can you not smoke here? And he says, well, maybe you and your baby should go to another strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And he comes in and pretends to be Joshua. It's, it's it's basically a weird orgy dream sequence, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's very unfriends as well because it feels very real. And we know it's a dream sequence because Chandler's talking about waking up and stuff, but actually it's it's not it feels very
2: we don't immediately know that it's a dream because there is one point where we do think he's just got loads of 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 strippers over
1: yes yes exactly that and his friends there's there's like the theme throughout this plot line as well isn't there of chandler's sort of strange inappropriate friendship vibes yeah basically sort of picturing his female friends naked that's how he gets over especially how he gets over kathy imagining his three female friends having sex with other girls yeah which is kind of nuts And He actually says the line. This is probably one of the only times I've ever been said. He says, "I just want to have sex with strippers and my friends." Mm. Mm. I do enjoy the bit in the strip club as well, where they're trying to convince Chandler to have fun. He's like, "I'm just going to get home, get drunk, and call Kathy." And Phoebe's like, "Oh, you should. That's if you, you know, if you want to." And he goes, "No, that was a test. You know, I'm going to get drunk and then I'm going to call Janice." And Phoebe goes, "You should. How is she? (laughs) Yeah, that is good. Phoebe's good in this episode. She's really good because she's obviously sober because she's pregnant and she's in the strip club, but she's really just." she's not she doesn't get it in a really endearing way you know Um, and then the only other thing to note I'd say about this is that when Joey sulks because he wasn't invited to the strip club uh, Chandler basically makes a promise that he will get to come next you know there'll be plenty of other girls that break my heart or whatever he says and then we can get to the strip club next time together which sort of puts Joey's mind at ease but never happens again that's true This is Chandler's last heartbreak his next girlfriend is Monica that's nice. So he's made a promise he cannot keep there to his friend Joey about going to strip clubs. Ads?
2: Yeah, social some ads.
1: My name's Jason Fleming.
0: Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST.
1: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth
0: provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own
1: home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Now, we talked earlier about uh, Charlton Heston eyeing up Joey when he pulled the shower curtain back. Uh, There's a similar sequence of professional inappropriateness with Rachel and Joshua, isn't it? Because... She's just drooling over his ass. That's basically how this scene starts. Joshua is not
2: sexy. No. Hang on, I feel like this is this week's little Instagram uh, uh, is Joshua sexy? forum. Is Joshua sexy? Well, they had um, just broken up, had they? I think
1: around this time, which would explain the lack of sexual chemistry. Aniston and Donovan.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: For my money, he's certainly not a charismatic man, is he? Well, no. It's just a bit of a bit yeah, of a big deal. Can't even
2: can't choose his own fashion. Can't dress himself. Personal shopping is
1: mad, isn't it? Like being that rich to be able to throw that much money at somebody else dressing you, basically. If you are like attempting to completely
2: restyle yourself, then I get it. But if you have just had all your clothes thrown out by your wife and you or ex-wife and want to buy really boring clothes to replace them, you kinda don't need a personal shopper. Well that's what
1: I mean. He basically when he first goes to it, doesn't he, he just goes, I need like ten suits. It's yeah, like, just pick 10 suits, mate. There's only about 40 yeah. suits in the world. Like They're all just a bit different, aren't they? Go for that. So like that one. Rachel really
2: punching below her weight
1: to be completely infatuated with him. Yes, absolutely. But also acting quite unprofessionally all the way through. She she can't get it out of her head, the sort of romantic potential element of this, even though he's not really shown her any signs of it at all yet. You know, she's she's sort of drooling over him. And then that bit where he holds his hands out for the gloves and she holds his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not
2: professional, is it? By the way, you know when um, he invites her to this club that he's somehow invested in? How is he involved in a nightclub? Exactly. It doesn't seem like the kind of guy. <laughs> but um, he jokes about it being a hardcore S&M club, doesn't he? Yeah. Which, um, that that's a bondage joke. Yes, it is. Um, And, and that joke probably went over my head until I, I
1: grew up a little bit. I saw... Uh... Meme going around this week, which you may or may not have seen, about a kid whose parents were trying to teach him the "sticks and stones may break my bones" thing. Did you see this? No, I haven't seen the meme. It's basically a kid that had had, like been bullied at school a bit, and his parents had said it's probably not true, but uh, it was. You know, his parents were going, "What's the rhyme? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but..." And then the kid chains and whips excited. Chains (laughs) and whips (laughs) excited. Well, there will be a whole generation where that's the only that's the only version of it that they've heard. Yeah, you know, what a powerful legacy, Rihanna. Has. <laughs> she really does. But yeah, it's strange that he sort of pops a bit of a bondage out of his absolutely beige personality, isn't it? Yeah, he does not strike you as someone who'd make a bondage joke. I tell you what's also strange is that in the last episode before this, he's said goodbye to Rachel. Why is he back? This is the one before this is where he goes. Oh, that's me done. I'll be back in the spring, maybe you know, and you can fit me some bathing suits. Uh, and then that's the whole, yeah, I've got two tickets to the Knicks or whatever it is. And he she doesn't, you know, she doesn't say I've got an extra ticket.
2: Well, I suppose
1: eventually we learn it's because he likes her, right? The end of the last one was her finding the driver's licenses. And so presumably that the natural thing would have been for her to call him and be like, let me give you your wallet back. But yeah, no, just comes in for some gloves. Sure. Um, anyway, meanwhile, uh, Rachel's implausibly British boss is um, trying to get her to go to the opera with Emily
2: love the way he says deflator mouse deflator
1: mouse deflator mouse. Mouse. mouse yes it's it's amazing isn't it yeah that's definitely gonna be have we had that in a quiz yeah that's gonna be a question a quiz soon i'm sure nb quiz yeah. friends the next one's on november the 17th by the way just fyi tickets on our instagram
2: is it at the old Queen's head? It's at the old Queen's head, mate. Can I get tickets by going on the FWF pod Instagram following the link in our bio? Absolutely you
1: can, Peter. Anyway, she agrees to that. She immediately regrets it because she wants to go to Joshua's uh, vanilla s Club. Um club. And then um, <laughs> she basically... Yeah, this is, this is what Mari was saying, isn't it? She has to go... She basically goes around everybody. Phoebe and Rachel can't... Uh, Phoebe and Monica can't, sorry, for various reasons. Joey's away, you know chandler's being awful and mopey and that moment where she sort of turns to ross and goes "Mm?" and his reaction is wonderful and this is a strange strange little setup of a narrative really isn't it because you do rachel gets her just desserts basically in the end by having a terrible time with joshua or without joshua while Ross suddenly finds a new girlfriend, because
2: and her horror when she realises that she's led Ross to someone he's romantically interested in. Yeah, is great as yeah,
1: well. but that's just the only way that was going to work out when she was basically selfishly going, "Can you, my ex-boyfriend, facilitate it so I can basically go and try and bang someone else in a club?"
2: Did you Google um, a wiener car, by the way? No, I didn't. But what is a wiener car? So Emily comes in and she's all flustered because she's had a bad day. Yeah. Um and she says that she nearly got hit by one of your wiener cars.
1: Is it one of those hot dog like the the car with the hot dog thing?
2: Car shaped like a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's the, it's known as the wiener mobile. Oh yeah. And it refers to a fleet, not just one. A <laughs> fleet of motor vehicles. Uh, shaped like a hot dog on a burden, Which will used to promote and advertise Oscar Mayer products in the United Oscar States Oscar Mayer wieners, yeah um, <laughs> The drivers Were known as Try and guess this uh, We, we, we Shout out we, to hot dogs on this episode Oh yeah,
1: way. to be fair yeah. Uh, the drivers were known as Wiener 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 uh, no. no, I don't know, go on Hot doggers Hot doggers!
2: Hot doggers often hand out toy whistles called?
1: Wiener whistles. Yes! Is it actually?
2: <laughs> Which are shaped like?
1: I mean, toy dogs? Like a wiener. Oh my goodness. Um, honestly, honestly guys, and I know a lot of you are very proud of your country, I'm talking to you American listeners, but when you like look from the outside like this, <laughs> it is yeah. mad, isn't it? Yeah. There's um, a lot of madness in your place. I don't know. We we're not one to talk as mad little old empire lot, but on the Wienermobile uh, Wikipedia
2: page, there is a whole section dedicated to notable incidents of of sort of people getting run over by them. In 2009, a Wienermobile on a cul de sac in Wisconsin was attempting to turn around in a residential driveway. The driver accidentally accelerated forward while thinking the vehicle was in reverse, which lodged the Wienermobile under a house and destroyed its deck. Oh my
1: god, how did your deck destroyed by a giant hot dog?
2: And then it adds the great detail of the hot dogger was issued a warning
1: (laughs) so they are a dangerous car clearly yeah if you're going to get mildly clipped by something so you weren't very seriously injured for the story you'd rather it was a wiener mobile than a regular mobile yeah you'll never guess what i got hit by yeah exactly uh so emily's been nearly run over by a wiener mobile Uh, to be fair right so i know we give emily a lot of shit on this podcast and she is not a great character But they didn't give her much to play with, did they? They, The poor character never stood a chance with this introduction, like drenched hair and doing this awful sort of uh, British, of course, you know, and how she reacts before anyone's even said anything to just be like, well, I'm such a pompous Brit and this is absolutely what I expected. And it's just they've they've really set her up for a fall, haven't they here? Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's 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 impressive they actually managed to pull her round to be quite a likable character until Briefly, later on, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, they've 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 really given her a hospital pass there. I would have thought. But anyway, Rachel does guilt trip Ross eventually into taking Emily. Apparently, they get on so well, and this is a friend's timeline conundrum here. They get on so well that not only do they go to the opera, which presumably finishes around 11pm like a normal opera, they then drive to Vermont after the opera? Yeah. Like, good few hours up to Vermont after the opera to find an Airbnb? That's what's what's the, Is this the day after or is this two days after, Like, what's happened here?
2: Arrive in the middle of the night and then go see a deer. Is it a deer that's eating apples in the orchard?
1: Deer's eating apples in the orchard, yeah. I don't understand... It's got to be a very, very good date to basically have your first weekend break immediately after it, hasn't it? Um, but it does give us an insight into that sort of how much Ross fell for Emily very quickly, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. That does explain there why he proposed to her after nine seconds, because after three seconds they're in Vermont watching a deer eating apples from the orchard, you know? Meanwhile, Rachel has a terrible night at the club. Punches a woman in the face. Because? Stole her umbrella. So is you ever take taking an umbrella to a club? <laughs> yeah, So I mean presumably this is quite a cool new club in New York that's having its big opening party and there's Rachel rocking up with a big umbrella.
2: Um, do you reckon it was a a leather umbrella for the bondage party?
1: Maybe it was, Peter. Maybe it was. Maybe maybe it was a Rihanna themed party. Uh going straight from SM to umbrellas.
2: Umbrellas and whips excitement. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um and then the other notable line for for me in this plot line is uh the r phoebes bit yes <laughs> r phoebes that's sure for phoebe i just thought that's what they called each other very funny uh, i'll tell you what overall my takeaway from this episode is you got a feel for monica and phoebe chandler's being a downer rachel's being really whiny about joshua all the way through they're really coping with a lot of crap aren't they yeah that's true um and they hold up well and like you say phoebe has a good f but i think monica has a good app in this as well. Really, like. She's um, she's just playing the good friend. She's excited for Ross when he's in Vermont, and she's not all like, what the hell are you doing? That's weird. Basically, to conclude, good ep. Good ep. Oh, good ep. The enjoyable. Would you like, Peter, a quiz about the ep we just talked about?
2: Yeah, let's go for a quiz. As
1: is tradition. Welcome back, Amy. Welcome back, Amy. After a incident that was described by a number of people as a shambles last week, Pete. Yeah,
2: which was all our fault, because...
1: We should not be leaving it to Amy, but Yeah, she's moving house and uh, she was very, very apologetic. Um but she's she's back on the quiz train? Quiz yep. train. All no. She didn't she did she she did ask have any of the other Amy's tried to usurp me in my week out of the way? And in fairness to them they haven't. So there's no. a good sort of sisterhood of Amy's respectful. going. Respectful, yeah. yeah. Um question one, Dave.
2: Yep. Name two of Joey's fishing bait thingies.
1: Oh, I've already deleted them from my notes. Googly ago. worm,
2: googly worm, and a glow, global glow pop jiggly jammer. Is correct. Yes. Question two. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, how long has it been
1: since Chandler broke up with Kathy? Oh, I didn't clock this, did you?
2: Isn't there a reference to how long he's been? I think it's two days.
1: Oh, he's been sitting in the chair for two days. Yeah, I guess so. Two days. That's
2: uh, more. it's correct.
1: Well done, mate.
2: Uh, question three which airport was Emily Strip searched at JFK um, is correct hold on before she got hit by a wiener car question four what time does Chandler decide he wants to go to a strip club oh it's referenced very, it's like very early Weirdly in the morning early. isn't it? it's like 9am is it uh, incorrect oh, what is it 9.30 ah oh, make me alive for half an hour and which oh there's there's sort of three answers to this Dave oh I like it it's a three part one which stripper did each of the female friends say they liked the most? <laughs> oh, I can tell you that one is Chantal. Yeah, but whose? Uh, Rachel, I think. Rachel's is Chantal. <sighs> I don't know either of the I others. did clock
1: this, actually, because I was sort of thinking this is the sort of detail. Michelle? Is whose? I don't know. Is there a Michelle, though? Michelle is correct. I'm, I'm happy with that, too. I'm having a point for that. I can't know the other one. What's the other one? Candy. Candy. No. Monica's is Michelle and Phoebe's is Candy. Fine. Fine. Well done. Good quiz. Thanks, Amy. Back to form of doing a quiz.
2: Would you like to know yes. what next week's no. episode is? Yes. Uh it's the one with the list, season two, episode eight.
1: Ooh.
2: Is this the one is that the one where Ross makes the list about Rachel's yes. qualities and what he considers absolutely to be her
1: absolutely is it, it involves one of the my favourite bits of dialogue in all of friends I'm going to leave that as a little teaser no no? no 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 I'll tell you next week um goodbye and may your
2: petrol tanks be full <laughs> but funny. only if they need to be
1: allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex
0: and face allergies
1: head on. ACAS powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
0: This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're
2: talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas.